to another episode of Bar Drinks and Entrees, season finale, this season two. This is season two, episode 11, man. Total of 21. And this yeah, is 21. Season, this is the season finale for 2020. Um, Another season in the books, man. Season two, episode 11. Kenny, what's going on with you, man? Uh, Like I said before, well, first and foremost, I'm sorry, my name is James. My name is Kenny, and we're here bringing casual conversation to life. And um, we're going to go ahead and get started. Jane, how was your week before we get started? Uh, my week was good, man. Got, uh, Jane, man, just been working, you know, uh, working. Had a couple of um, team building, um, virtual team building with the company and stuff like that. So things like that. Just, you know, getting ready for the holidays, man. You know, Christmas is around the corner. So yeah, for the holidays, yeah. man. How about you? Yeah, speaking of Christmas and shit, man, I hate this time of year. Always spending fucking money and being broke. No, listen. <laughs> Straight out the gates like that, huh? That's how you feel. Right Straight out the gates. Gate. Straight out right the gates. Gate. I'm, I'm, I'm very irritated right now. Um, everybody asking me to spend money. Ain't nobody putting in, but I got, I'm doing a lot of kicking out. So, man, But I'm good, life. though. That's the life of a, of a married man. You know what I'm saying? Always kicking out. But I wouldn't know because I ain't married, so that'd be not. Look, you got see, two women on this show. Yeah, I, know, that, yeah. I saw that, right? Hey, these are the words of James McCray, not Kenny Brown. Not Bodrick's entrees. Or Bodrick's entrees, yeah. But, um, you know, that was it about, man. My my, my, uh, week was pretty decent, pretty good, man, chill. Uh, Running, that's all I, you know, that's all I do is COVID, so I don't really go nowhere. So just uh, out here running, trying to stay in shape, stay a little healthy doing this. I don't want to get fat coming out of COVID. That's about it for me. Go ahead, go ahead and introduce our guest, man. Who okay. Okay, let's start. You know, we gentlemen on the show, so we're gonna start with the ladies first. Uh Jesus Christ, but well, she's making all the faces already. And since she's doing <laughs> that, we're gonna start with her. Uh, we're gonna start with my homegirl Stephanie, man. Introduce yourself and you got anything you wanna um promote. Okay. I don't have nothing I want to promote, but my name is Stephanie. Okay, well that's it. My that's, name is Stephanie. Oh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that's it. Nothing to promote nothing. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, you want to know how my week was? My week was good. <laughs> um, I'm currently working from home permanently. Okay. Oh, that's what's up. Permanently. That's what's up. So I'm permanently working from home. Okay. How you like that? I don't. No, you don't? No, I don't. Because I have my own office. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. I was good. Oh, okay. You know, I can oh. go in like days a week. Oh, but okay. being home with a 14-year-old, all day, every day, it ain't for me. It's not. It's not for me. Yeah, because you probably get on his nerves. <laughs> he probably get on mine more than I get on his. No, nah, I don't believe that. I seen, I seen one of your IG posts. You, he was but that's just like more... I went to a little brunch today. I called this man. He didn't even go to class this afternoon since I left the house. He in his seat. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, hey, man, he, so I come back home. It's like five thirty. He sleep. I'm like, oh, so you ain't go to class? He like, huh? <laughs> hey man, well, I seen you on IG making uh, put the pictures. Look at him. He's my baby, not a baby. Not, like, I, I, like, I, hey. Every now and then, you know, when they get teenagers, they don't want to take pictures with you. They don't want to be on your IG no more. They too good. So I just gotta <laughs> get them every now and then. Okay, cool. All right, moving on to my. To one of the homies, you know what I mean? And that, Nike forever. <laughs> Nike forever. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they say Wakanda forever, Nike forever. Uh, the homie Nita, Nita J, that she got down there, but Nita, uh, introduce yourself and you know, whatever you got to promote, promote it. Well, thanks for having me back. It's an honor. Uh, welcome back, man. Welcome yeah. back. Um, yeah, Anita, I am uh, founder of the Geely Project. It's a nonprofit that teaches financial literacy and business leadership for minority youth and HBCU students. Um, so I can promote that, but next year is all about my edible business. So um, look out for that. We call it the Geely Jar Cookies. That's all I do. So you're into the edible game get with it if you know some companies to invest in with edibles get in it now because the joint is about to pop and just that cannabis industry is about to pop just like you know that now um i also want to promote i don't know if you guys can see my sweatshirt my home, yes <laughs> beat your feet against oh. cancer so my oh. home girl is her name is portia anthony she is the beat your feet queen she was on america's best dance crew but she still does the brand like she carries the brand today oh, about portia um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, she, that's, um, my, that's my homie, man. That's the people. Yeah. That's my homie, man. Her so, crazy legs and all them, man. Like they used to be at the same yeah. all the time, man. I'm a people. Yeah, we um we I've known her since we were three. So oh, wow. um she's battling breast breast cancer right now. So um every oh, sweatshirt wow. goes toward her income. Honestly, she's put it out there like she's not on. She's not working. She's just, you know, doing therapy. But um, if you go on her right. page, Queen Peter Brand, you can definitely support. So I'm wearing it from Portia. Um, I'm going to do some more formal posting, you know, when I get it together. But no, I'm definitely, definitely, I'm definitely going to definitely prom um, get me a, a sweatshirt. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I'm I didn't actually, yeah. actually, uh, I'm actually uh, at her about that, man. That's crazy. I didn't even know that, man. But yeah, because they, yeah. they took... They took us global, man. They was all the way in Ireland, yeah. man. And you know what I'm saying? They took us global with the Beach of Feet thing. And it was on, um, what was it? What talent show was that they was on? America's Best Dance Crew. Yeah, America's Best, uh, Best Dance Crew. And I think they was on, like, when they brought back, what's the joint that used to, uh, join the New York Apollo. Like, I think when they brought back Apollo, they was on that too, I believe. Okay. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. definitely. No, no, like, like we, we put God in everything we do. Well, I know I do. So yeah. praise up, praise up for your friend, man. Definitely prayers up, um, Stephanie. Uh, definitely, and prayers up to anybody family, um, who lost anybody since we, um, you know, we sending out prayers. Um, I just lost a good friend, um, that, a coworker. Um, they took him off. Uh, they took him off. Um, today, and um, so you know, I mean, yesterday, so right before Christmas, you know, he had a. I think his daughter's like 13, 14. So you know, I know it's tough times for the family, man. So you know. They pulled the plug today. I mean, yesterday. So you know, and he was a good, good guy. So, but uh, without further ado, uh, we're gonna introduce. Oh, not matter of fact, I'm not gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a special introduction that I heard that got to go out. So no. I, I'm gonna pass it on to you, Kitty, because I heard it was a special introduction. I could be wrong, but. Uh, I, know, I know. I never got that email, but uh, oh, okay, well, that's my bad. Yeah. That's <laughs> Hey, it's another uh, Eastern Shore conglomerate that uh, I had to bring on the show. James bring a lot of Cobbin State people on here. I don't know why. Okay, you okay. know, you know he does that. So I, from time to time, I go back and get my my, my Eastern Shore family. So uh, this is my man Chuck been cool for years, man. He out there in Vegas now doing doing big things out there. So 
Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Everybody know what you what's going on with you. Yo, what's up, everybody? Uh, my name's Chuck. I'm the AKA Mr. Las Vegas, you know, Mr. Midnight Hour. That's all me. Um, <laughs> uh, I got a foundation that I just started uh, during the pandemic, at the height of the pandemic. I just started a foundation for pulmonary awareness, uh, better known as COPD. Uh, if you have an old person, mainly old people, but some young people are getting it now too. If you see a person with an oxygen mask with tubes up their nose, nine times out of 10 is they're dealing with COPD. And it's a pulmonary disease that is fatal. And if you get it, you will die. Uh, so basically what we're trying to do is spread awareness to help people uh, be more conscious of the things that they're doing that can lead to pulmonary disease and ultimately death. So that's what we're doing. And you can check us out online at uh, charlesdeskinsfoundation.org. Oh, also, I'm a gaming attorney and I do sports betting uh, tutelages. I'm coming from Cali right now because I just hosted a car party out in California last night. Okay, cool. Hey, man, that's yeah. dope. But uh, how'd you get into the COPD? Uh, what what is it? Is it personal for you? If you don't mind me asking, is it personal for yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very personal. Um, my father and my two uncles and a cousin of mine died from it all. Oh wow! Um, all within the same five years. Wow. Yeah, they were lifelong lifelong cigarette smokers. Uh, okay. Marlboro. Newports, uh, what's the skinny ones? Uh, Slim, uh, Virginia, oh, oh yeah, or oh, Virginia Slims on some of them, yeah, whatever. And, and Virginia Slim too, yeah. So I mean, they were lifelong smokers since they were probably about seven, eight years old, and that tobacco usage really ate away at their lungs and stuff. So yeah, that's pretty much how it happened. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. That's big that you bring awareness to it, man. Um, taking something that was negative and turning into a positive, man. That's dope, man. Yeah, it's a cool foundation. We're just spreading awareness. Um, we take zero foundations. It's 100% uh, self-funded. Mm. So we take no donations at all. But we, it's, we're more, more so about spreading the word and helping people versus, you know, collecting stuff. Especially, I didn't feel like it was the right time to start collecting funds in the middle of a pandemic. Got you, got you. Man, get that information over to um, Kenny. Uh, need to get your information over to Kenny um, so we can put it up on our uh, our pages and stuff like that, man. We like to, like I said, we like to promote our uh, people. Um, we definitely do a, need to do a better job, you know what I mean? But we definitely would like to promote everything you guys are doing so that we can be involved in some of these um, things, you know what I mean? You guys are taking the time out to be on the show, so we definitely want to uh, assist in any way we can as well. And um, also, you know, it's all love for the Easter Show people, man. Uh, shout out to all the HBCUs right now, you know what I mean? Most definitely. It's the show at Glen Park High School Part Two. <laughs> yeah. Hey yo, you got yeah. it. <laughs> I got so little. Yeah, Dale School. I got so little. Oh, our rivals. Yeah, our rivals. Yeah. What's what's up? Yeah. Cop, yeah. Cop, basketball, not football, because y'all skipped oh. that whole. Oh. <laughs> That whole experience. I, I, we, we didn't even know y'all had a football team, to be honest. Don't do that. Y'all used to come up to see our football team. Don't ever. Really? I didn't know anybody. That yeah. Kenny, you know people that went there? No. Uh, our there? homecoming. Uh, Hello. Y'all had a homecoming? Oh, man. Y'all, this is what y'all doing early? Y'all got a football Please. team, but do homecomings in February, though. We do two homecomings. Oh. <laughs> We got oh, spring break. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with the February homecoming because we damn sure ain't got no football team. Cobble was on his way out. <laughs> way out. Hey, y'all was a y'all was a college. I wasn't even a university when we went there. Have you been? Have you been? Have your have your school been to the uh, tournament? I wait. Yeah. Yeah. Tournament? No, not the MIAC tournament. It's we the double A tournament. We went. We went. We went. We went. Yeah, we went too. I wait. 
How many professionals we y'all put in the out first there? round? So yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been there. We've been there. I wait. Yo, I, I then, heard everybody on that team was twenty eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> the acronym yeah. for your school. Enough said. We're done. Yeah. Do y'all have an acronym? Dale State. That's all you need to know. That's not an acronym. Oh, man. Hello. All there's nothing there. It's just a college over there. Um, I, I don't know if UMES put anybody. I remember when I was there, it was y'all was one in fifteen. Y'all coaching y'all son was the uh, was the stars of the team. How you know that? <laughs> How you know that? The word, the word reach all the way. Yeah, I know. You talking about Tita? The word reach all the way to Cotton. How you know? Who told you? Uh, oh no, yeah, listen. I mean, we this HBCU. You know what's going on. All I know is y'all was winning forever. <laughs> hey, it, it wasn't about the game. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was about, it was the, all about the party. <laughs> exactly. Hey, man, I recommend anybody go to HBCU, man. Just don't, yeah. just, just don't deal with the financial office. <laughs> okay, well, you, you go yeah, to try to get a scholarship if you can. Yeah, yes. the financial office is trash. But we can right. talk about our HBCUs all night because it seemed like we got some people on here that went to the HBCU, but go ahead, Kenny, man. Without further ado, let's get into this happy hour, man. You you know, you brought it to my attention, so I right, talk right. about No, no, no. Actually, actually, you brought this to my attention. Um, okay. So don't, so for all the women, you know, don't wow. know. <laughs> Yo, like, know. What type of, like, what type of co-pilot are you, bro? How many times you left me out to drive, bro? I never let you out to drive, bro. You a damn lie. I've never you let you out damn- to drive. You left me out the drive for five episodes. See, this season. you paused. You froze. You see how you froze? That's how you know you're lying. Am you're I- lying. You froze. I'm still frozen. No, you you good now? Cause you was lying. You lying? I was never frozen. Cause if I was, was man. go ahead, man. We got we got people on the show, man. All right, whatever, man. All right, you a nut ass. All right, Chris Rock, right? Put something on IG. Well, not, nah, and he also talked about it doing one of his stand ups. And um, he basically it posted a meme saying, and, and women, let me know if y'all agree with this, fellas. You know, we're going to talk about this. Women, we're going to let the women go first. Um, he said, only women, children, and dogs are loved unconditionally. A man is only loved under the condition that he provides something. You want to start with um, me? Read, want me to read it again? Or y'all got it? I disagree. Right, okay. nah, you ain't gonna read it again. Go ahead, Stephanie. You ain't gotta read it. Oh, yeah. Okay, Stephanie, jump right in the fire. Go ahead, Stephanie. Let me yeah, I disagree. I disagree. A man is not loved just because of what he can provide. If that's how it is, then he's dealing with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. Because any woman that's with her man, she's gonna love that man unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Flaws and all. Not on yes. what he can do for me, because when you're dealing with somebody like me, I don't need a man to do nothing for me. So right. that's never going to dictate on how I love that man. If I love that man, I'm going to love him unconditionally. All right, all right. Go, go, go ahead, James. Um, go, go ahead, Nina. I was like, go ahead, Nina. Um, no, that's facts. And I can't tell you how many times, whether it's a friend or a guy I'm dating in a relationship with whatever, that a dude has told me that I've helped him understand what he's supposed to be doing and what he's supposed to become or his purpose and all this. I've inspired him and blah, blah, blah. So if if you don't know that coming to the table, then you honestly don't know, A, that you are loved and appreciated. You don't know how to love yourself. And for you to expect somebody to love and appreciate you, that's backwards. 
and to feel like you're devalued because you feel like you're only supposed to bring one thing to the table, then you don't value yourself. You don't understand the true value of yourself. So you gotta be, you gotta be a hundred with yourself before you say, I'm only being appreciated because I'm bringing something to the table. We're, we're multidimensional. People are multidimensional and, and, and people's mindset about titles. Oh, I'm a husband. So this is all I'm supposed to do. That that's a disservice to everybody that's involved in this whole family situation or whatever relationship, whatever. So I honestly, I think that that person who is saying that or believes that doesn't understand how multidimensional they are themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. Chuck. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, I got a Go comment. I want to say, I disagree with both of the ladies. Um, I fully believe what Chris Rock is saying because I don't think people are taking uh, into consideration what providing something really means. Like, it doesn't have to be a certain thing. Like, just because you, if when a man exists, he's providing, you know what I'm saying? Something, it's got to be said, you don't have nothing and you ain't, you're dead. If you don't have nothing to give out, you're dead. That's the bottom line. And before I got into the whole sports betting business, I was a family divorce attorney. And I can tell you the number one reason for all the divorces that I've done or even listening to was because the man didn't provide anything. <laughs> so all that love conditional crap, it's, I mean, it sounds good, you know? And you know, that's what everybody wants to believe, but face facts, if, if the man wasn't providing none, he'd be a freaking mannequin. <laughs> facts, big facts. Okay, Kenny says it's big facts. What's your what's your opinion? What's your well, I'm, I'm just going to take it even further. After after Chris Rock made that, the reason why it made me agree is Chris Rock had a good analogy. He said, "Women, no, he said, fellas, when 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 you meet a new girl and you tell your friends you met a new girl, the first thing your friends gonna say, okay, well, what what she look like? They want to see her page and ID and everything. But then Chris Rock say, when the women tell their friends I met a new man." The first thing that the woman friends ask is, <laughs> they ask what he does for a living. So that right there made me real. That's facts. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> that's that's right there, right there. I, I I know I got a sister. Like, trust me, I know. But what I'm saying is that right there made me believe it all at once. So I mean, I um I believe in some validity to it as well, man. I mean. Even from a standpoint of, let's just say, since we in a, this is a bar, this is a bar type of situation, a bar atmosphere. You already know, Steph. You'd have been out with us many a times, man. We always got tables, whatever happens. You know what I mean? You've seen it. We've seen it. Guys are having a table. Women walk up to. They look at what's provided in that space. You know what I mean? They walk up. Oh, he got the table. He look at it like this. Oh, he must do this. He must do that. That's they're attracted to that. They, they. I rarely see some girl. Walk up to a random dude sitting in the middle of the club, like, hey, how you doing? What's your name? Nah, yeah. they looking at the people with the table. Right. Because of what but is the body, what is the look. But the post said love, though. It didn't say that that's what you do. It said that's why he's loved. But that's what we're negating. It's but, not why he's loved. Right. But he's loved, but what he's loved on is because of what he can provide. Because that's not true. That's what we're saying. It's not, that's not why we're giving love. See, you have to understand that women are unconditional beings, hands down. That's why we allow our bodies to go through what they go through when we birth children. That is an, un, that's an act of unconditional love. 
no matter what the situation is, no matter how much you bring it to the table, no matter how matter how matter no matter how much I bring it to the table, I'm birthing this child from a place of love, no matter what's going on around me. So to say that we're only loving you because of what you're providing, that's not love. Right. <laughs> but so so that's for you. But it's a lot of people that love a lifestyle too. They go for it. They love because of, they love the lifestyle. It's not just, all, I said some validity. I ain't say all validity. I said it's some because it's a love to the lifestyle too as well. Like, think about it. You be, you in a situation That's where true. you meet, you be in a situation where you meet somebody who can provide a certain type of lifestyle for you, you fall in love with the lifestyle. That's why when you, that, you fall in love with the lifestyle, you don't necessarily fall in love with that person. Like, there's just certain things that people do or see. It's like when you look at certain men and then you see this other man that has a, a has a stature or he has a prominence behind him, you may fall in love with that being or that. You didn't fall in love with him unconditionally off the break because, oh, he just has a great personality. You know what I mean? Like, you, like, if a man brings... That's one dimensional. Uh, it could be one dimensional. I'm just saying it was some, it's, it's some truth to what Chris Rock said. I mean, even if, because... Like, like people feel like they're entitled to certain things after lifestyle. We was talking about this last show. Look at, look at, uh, look at Dr. Dre's wife. Like nine hundred thousand dollars or not, whatever she wanted for a phone bill. Come on, man, you in love with the lifestyle? You that know what I mean? was perfect. It was. She definitely yeah. was. Used to, she was accustomed to that lifestyle. Yeah, you get that accustomed was, to certain nah, things. For a, that was some lawyer that talked her into that bullshit. But regardless, I'm just saying you, you fall <laughs> certain things. There's certain things you fall in love with. I'm just saying sometimes it's what the man can provide. It's not always, uh, like I like this guy for genuinely like this guy for who he is. Uh, it, 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 I mean, it happens. Yes, it does. But I'm just saying. A lot of times is what the man can provide because from, from the beginning of the time, it's always been the man is a provider. Not saying that it's always happened in that case, but that's what like when you look at when you look at history, it's always the man is a provider. Women, women, what, what can a broke man offer? So let me ask you this. Okay. Okay. You dated broke man, so we can get let me but let okay. me ask you this because it doesn't always have uh, to be about money. I've dealt yeah, with I, I agree with that. It don't always got to be about money. He lived with me. I was paying all the bills. He yep. wasn't working. None of that. Guess yep. what? It's been a two-year relationship with that man. So how, today, how did you feel, how did you feel about that? Though? I would have been out even not together. Would still be there for him. Because we genuinely had a friendship. I could genuinely vent to him and talk to him about any and everything. Okay. And understood it and was there. It yeah. just got to a point where I was just like, where I'm at in my life, and you still at this point, like, and you don't want to do better for yourself. I'm tired of being that friend that's trying to force you to want to do better for yourself. I can't make you want to do something that you don't want to do because yeah. I want better for you. Yeah. But just yeah. Like nothing. you can deal with a broke, a broke nigga can give you the world. The world. Outside, of, outside of giving you, out, you just outside giving you the real world, but the world, I got you. Yes, because he can't give you nothing, bro. He can't give you nothing, bro. Shut up. Yo, you know what? You're missing the point. That's I know what she's saying. No, I understand what she's saying. I'm just saying. People always like, oh, he broke. He can't do nothing. It's not always about that. Because you have like probably like me and Nita. We don't need a man to do nothing materialistic for me. I don't. I have my own everything. I don't need you materialistic wise. No, James, but, but, you know me. You know that's never yeah. been me. Yeah, you're right. You know me. No, no, no. no. Oh, it, it, hold on, hold on, real quick, Kitty. Hold on, y'all. Hold, hold on, that. real quick. Hold on, real quick. Nita, I'm gonna let you go, and then let Chuck and go. Chuck, Chuck said he had a yeah. couple of things, so Nita, go ahead. Yeah.
to Stephanie's uh, point to con contest what Kenny said about we always ask what does a man do and I'll be personal and I know other women who are like this I'm at a point in my life where I know what God can allow me to provide through my job, through my side hustle, through my businesses. I'm setting a standard for how I'm about to live. I'm only asking what that brother does because he's going to have to come to the table with that standard. I've dated the broke joints. Mm -hmm. Was in two, three-year relationships with, with two, at two different points in my life. And my dad told me something so real. He said, Anita, where you're going, everybody can't go. And when he said that, I was like, enough said. I got to work on myself. And that caused me to raise my standard. So that's what a brother does is because you want to come to the table with something at cool. this point in my life. So yeah, I'm asking what he does. Okay, cool. Chuck, Chuck, what you got to say, Chuck? Yo, I, I got a couple comments, man. I wanted to comment on the Dr. Dre wife situation. And Kenny, you kind of hit it, hit the nail on the hammer when he said that that, that was somebody's lawyer who put all of those the prices in there and said that that's what that's like that's actually very true i actually happen to know one of the people on her uh legal team and they definitely trumped up the charges a little bit because they were trying to force dr dre to settle to something lower and that's what happens it's like they they make all of these big amounts and all of that because most of the time a guy just wants to get it all over with like that's right. for the most part if you look at the jordan situation bob johnson situation the first thing that they would say was like, yeah, we, we just gave her whatever she wanted because I was just tired of it. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. was just trying to pretty much trump up that situation to the best of her benefit. And that's what her lawyers were trying to take advantage of in that situation. Now, back to this whole providing thing and this whole providing definition, it seems to occur to me that everyone is taking on this whole monetary tone of what providing means. You know, I, I think that you know what money is cool and all that. Yeah, you're supposed to pay some bills, take some care of some people financially. Okay, we get it. But everything isn't always about you know taking care of a person financially and what can you financially bring to the table. Because there's a lot of guys that can just supply you know companionship, compassion, love, or something. But my instance was if you can't provide anything. Not nothing. Like if you can't provide money, you can't provide love, you can't provide anything, then you're pretty much not a providing and the women doesn't want to talk to you. A child doesn't have to do that. That's why I agree with that me. Because a child can just be a child. You can't just be a man and not have any kind of value coming into the situation. That's what I meant by providing. That was my whole definition of it right there. And um, my last comment was about the situation where, um, I, I can't remember now. My last comment was about the situation where I think it, I don't know if it was Nita or if it was Stephanie who said something. Oh yeah, it was Stephanie who said she was in a long situation with a guy and um, she got out of it because you know I think that her goals might have changed during the course of the situation and the guy was still basically stuck in the same situation that he was in. But and I want to say to that, you still were expecting him to do do better at some point, which means no. you wanted him to provide something yeah. at no, 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 some no. point. No, I was going to hang, on, hang on, Steph, no. let me finish. Hang on, let me finish. So you still wanted, no. at some point, you got tired of him being him. Yeah. No, it got, we broke up because of relationship difference. We broke, that's why we broke up. But what I, I was- Hold on, no, I, was, I, still was, I still wasn't done. The either, regardless of what you're saying you broke up with, the relationship difference, it seems like from what your previous statements were, it seemed like it occurred because he was still being him and you had grown and he did it. So basically, the providing wasn't going to happen either way. 
And that's what no, I that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that what I'm saying. So he still had to provide at some point. So that's what I'm saying. We didn't break up because of that. We broke up because of our differences. It didn't do have nothing to do with his providing. Up until like a couple of months ago, we were still cool, is what I was what I meant to say. Up until a couple of months ago, we were still friends. We were still cool. And oh, that's why y'all broke, broke up then, because y'all grew separate, y'all grew, grew apart. Is that what you're saying? Because you said you're different. Apart, yeah. He okay. still wanted to be in the go gos and stuff, and that just that wasn't. I didn't. I didn't want to be in the go gos no more. I was over going to see what and all that. I was over that in TCB. I was over that, and that's what he still wanted to do, and that's fine. That's cool. That's just not what I want to do. Okay. So let me ask y'all guys that are supportive of a man not providing anything, or defining a man as a man who doesn't provide anything. At what point do you hold yourself accountable for not providing? I was going to ask the opposite question, but go ahead, go ahead, then. Oh, you going to throw this? <laughs> you see, I can't sidestep that question right there. But I don't believe that a guy shouldn't support in some shape, form, or fashion. I think everybody has something to bring to the table. You know what I mean? When you're in a relationship, I, uh, of course, a relationship is supposed to be like people say relationships is not going to be fifty-fifty. I think a relationship should be fifty-fifty in totality of the relationship. Now it's gonna be parts inside of the relationship that is gonna be 60, 40, maybe 70, 30, hell, even 80, 20. But when you come to the table and it's in the, as, as a whole, when you put the whole circle together, it should be 50, 50. So yes, I think the man should provide, but that's something that you guys should have a conversation about as well. Yes, you hold yourself accountable and everything like that. You know what you can bring to the table. You know who you are in the, in the um at the beginning, but you know, I definitely think a man shouldn't provide. I think every, but I think a woman should have some things that she has to bring to the table. I don't want a project either. Just like women don't want a project. You don't want to keep lifting this man up, putting him on his feet, putting him in a position to be great. Just like men don't want a woman to leap over him. You want somebody that can bring something to the table. I just think, well, I know that's how I want it to be. Um, no, 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 y'all women should get. This is what women should get. This is what women should get. They cuddle, they don't argue with you. They but just they, mm, 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 they, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, 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 but that's that's how I feel about it. I think everybody has a portion of playing the relationship in order for the relationship to work. So I mean, even as a stay-at-home dad, I won't be a stay-at-home dad, but if the if a gentleman, if you and that man agreed on him being a stay-at-home dad. And as long as he's doing his duties as a stay-at-home dad, making sure the house is clean, if that's what he's supposed to do, making sure the food is cooked, if that's what he's supposed to do, making sure the children are taken care of, he's doing what he's supposed to do. So I think that's that's just it. I'm just saying, but, you know, from what Chris Rock said, I, I do think there's some validity in that statement. That's all I was saying. But maybe that's how I feel, man. Well, I feel. What's the patient? Like, what's, what's for women, what, what are, what's the patient that y'all would tolerate? Like, how long would y'all tolerate a man that can't bring nothing monetary to the table, or wh wherever he fall weakness at, I don't. I mean intimacy or wherever, wherever he lack at. How long there's will y'all be patient? There's there's a difference, and and I, I got to be particular with this. There's a difference between waiting and patience. Patience is a process of perfection. Patience is saying this is the goal that I want, so I'm going to perfect myself to get to that goal. Waiting is just sitting around thinking something's going to happen without anybody doing anything. So me being patient with a man means that we've set goals. Like in that two year relationship I told you about, that Stephanie told you about, I was patient with him because I said, 
I see the potential in this man. And even if my lifestyle and my decisions, because he didn't go to school, I got two degrees while we was together. Like, got myself on, on track with a job. Like, I was setting to the point where I was about to buy a house. And I was like, okay, I see your potential and how you can contribute to this. That's patience for two years supporting this situation. Waiting is me saying, yeah, you could just say, we're going to deal with it. Okay. Can you ask I'm, not waiting for I'm not waiting for nobody to get together. I'm not doing that. Yeah, 37. I'm not waiting. I'm, I'm, I don't got time. 37. Uh, hey, hey, Chuck, how you feel about the question that Anita, Anita asked? If you remember the question. Yeah, you gonna have to repeat that. I ain't here. Anita, what? Repeat your question one more time. About at what, right. At what point do you hold yourself accountable? If you know you don't contribute anything, <laughs> what point do you hold yourself accountable? Well, I don't really. I don't think that question really pertains to me because. Uh, I contribute a lot, so I'm not. I'm not really sure at what point am I holding myself accountable for what. Really, I don't know what we're talking about. No, no she's talking about a general. It's a general statement. In general, in general. Everybody's talking about men having to do all these responsibilities, but what if you have a man that doesn't do these responsibilities, and then he's still not loved because we only love such and such and such. But gen, it was a general. It was a general uh, comment. Um, okay. Okay. Um, I want to say like if you know that you don't bring anything to the table. And your sole purpose is to have someone take care of you or make you better. Then I don't think you should probably stay in that situation long because at the end of the day, somebody's gonna get tired of it, and somebody might potentially really get hurt. And I'm not talking like heartbreak. I'm talking like hurt, hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see a lot I, of situations where that played out to where, like, you know, the guy was uh, like a super moocher, and you know, it's only so much. It's only so much that people can take, and he was just like still continuing, continuing to mooch. And now that lady's doing, I think, uh, 20 years in the Maryland State Correctional Facility. Wow. Wow. Well, no. Yeah. Some people yeah. just get fed up and they ain't having it, man. So, yeah, I think you, I think men need to hold themselves more accountable as to what they can do. You know, not necessarily for a person, but with the person. I think it's very, very important to be, you know, so, not, not equally yoked, but somewhat yoked to where you still have room to grow together. If you just gotcha. equally yoked at the same time, everybody's just, you know, playing tug of war. Okay, cool. And before we move on, the last thing I'm going to say, too, I think it also is about your upbringing as well. What you see growing up and your experiences growing up is going to dictate to me sometimes how you how you how you move or how you live in a relationship a little bit. I think that that plays a role. So you have to look at it and you're going to, you know, take on that same role or you're going to look at it and you're going to despise that and be on the other side of the spectrum. So I yeah, think that's how it plays a role, too. For me, like, I, I'll, put, I'll be real quick, James, but... I for me, I'm not built like that, them type of dudes that need to talk about. But like, I'll put my dad hat on and I, I say, get the hell out of that relationship. Cause that, he has no motivation. Like if you if you see complacency in a man, he, he ain't worth shit. Leave that nigga. That's anybody. That's a woman too. That's not just say man, but that's a woman too. If a woman can't, like I said, that like we need to stop saying, oh yeah, this is just a man. Cause it seems like, like I know that because of the question, the man is being talked about more, but you see complacency yeah, yeah. in a woman as well. That's, that's the same thing too. Like, but you know, no, I, I still mean, feel I, like that goes back to Chris Rock's point, though. I still feel like yeah. that goes back to the whole providing thing. If yeah. we're just canning him because he can't do nothing, then you're with them for what you expect to be provided for. Right. Cool. Cool. Moving on, man. Before we uh move on to the first round, um, you know, we usually play a game. Uh, 
we switched the game up a little bit. Um, we usually uh, we usually play a game called Gotta Get Rid of One, but we switching it up a little bit. It's the holidays, and um, during the holiday season, uh, people are traveling a lot, going out of town. Um, also, it's Christmas, so you know people are trying to get up with family. I don't know how it's going to be this year, of course, with the you know the situation and the pandemic we in. But so me and Kenny was sitting down, we thought about something. So if you was in a car for eight to 10 hours or a long time because you're on a road trip, I need three options. And we if one is around Christmas. So what's your favorite Christmas song you have to play while you're on that road trip? What's your favorite rapper that you can listen to the whole time? You only get one rapper. And what's your favorite R&B singer? R&B singer that you or singer that you can uh, and it's one there's only one so you can only have one R&B singer, one one I mean one R&B artist, one uh, rap or hip hop artist, and then one Christmas song you have to play on your road trip. And since my man and you know we usually let the ladies go first, but since my man Chuck, you know what I'm saying, is in the car, you know what I mean this is a a, a good question for him because. I really want to know what he listens. First of all, before he before he say what he listens to, I want to know who he listens. Uh, but I want him to say, and then I want him to tell me who he listens to right now. But if you had to choose, Chuck, one hip hop artist, hip hop or rap artist, one R and B artist, and then one your favorite Christmas song because it's the holidays. Christmas is uh, right around the corner. I um my R and B artist uh, that I is is she the same rule as the rap artist listen to all the way through? Yeah, same rule. Yep. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Sade on that one. Okay, okay. Yeah, I can listen to pretty much that on the long road trip. Um, rap artist that I can listen to all the way through. I'm going to have to go with Ricky Rose. Okay, okay, okay. I like okay. his production. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, go, oh, no, Christmas song that you said I have to listen to, right? Yeah, Christmas song. The first Christmas song I'm going to hear is the same as, I hope this is the same with y'all. Chuck Brown, Merry Christmas, baby. Okay, I like that. That's different. Okay, okay but you're from the sea, so I expect that. You from here, I expect that. So yeah, I like that. Okay, cool. Uh, Nita, coming to you next. Um, Christmas song, anything from Kirk Franklin Christmas album. Any okay. song from that. Jesus is a reason for the season. It don't matter. Any okay. of them joints. Um, rapper, Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. First album to the last. Even the Carters. Put that joint in there. Okay. Um, R&B. I'm going to say it under my sweatshirt. I'm not going to say it on the record. Hey, nah. Nah, we talk about that all the time. I get yeah. it. Because hits for days. Yeah, right. Listen, man. Like collabs. I'm talking yeah, about production. Listen. I'm talking about listen, writing. I'm man. talking about albums. I mean, who starts an album saying hit it hard from the back and you know that <laughs> that album's going to be fire? So. <laughs> Let me say that. I get it. Yeah, listen. I don't judge nobody. All right, so don't Steph, judge. coming to you, Steph. Coming to you. Um, R and B, Monica. Okay, okay. All day. Um, what is it? Christmas song? Yeah, yeah. The Chris Brown one from this. Okay. Christmas. This Christmas, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. that's dope. Okay. And I don't really like that. Rap. I'm not really okay. a rapper. I don't really listen to rap. You don't have nobody, no like one particular artist that like. Like, yeah, I'm going to listen to this. Like, that's my guy. Damn. That's I'm hilarious. not a rap person. No, that's I'm fine. Cool. Person. But huh? I'm, yeah, I'm more of an R&B person. Okay, cool, cool. But I will uh, say my song right now mm -hmm. is 
throw baby. <laughs> <laughs> you so ratchet. Hey. <laughs> you so ratchet. Hey, James. Oh, throw baby. <laughs> and they always, hey. The words of Lord, Lord is responsible. Throw baby. Hey, James. That's, that's, every that's time my little they play song right now. Every time they play that song at them day parties used to go to, man, I be, I'm lit. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. So, Kenny, coming to you, man. Um, or you want me to go first? Yeah, man. All right, I take, oh, okay, I'll go, I'll go. So for me, my now let me say this, let me get this out of the way though. Like my favorite rapper is Nas. Favorite rapper is Nas. I can listen to him too, but. Like, whatever. I'm Jay-Z, like, you know, I like Jay-Z too, but I get you, Nita. I see, I understand. My favorite rapper of all time is Nas. I can listen to him too, but Lil Wayne, like, Lil Wayne got so much music. You cut your screen off all you want, Nita. Like, Lil Wayne got so many, so much music from, you know what I mean, his first album to his squads, to his mixtapes, just like all that. Like, I can listen to that, man. Um, R&B. I'm gonna rock with Nita, man. I'm gonna go with my man, Kale. Stepping in the name of love, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm rocking with Kale's little freaky ass, man. Yeah, little freaky ass. <laughs> a little, a little, a little freaky ass, little predator ass, man. I'm gonna rock with Kale's. Man. Oh, man. And, and um, for the Christmas, man, like, like I get it. I, this Christmas, but it's the Donnie Hathaway this Christmas. And it's the temptation side of night, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, can't beat that when he come on. Like when he come on with that joint. Like when he, when he stop. In like, my mind. In my mind. <laughs> that joint go crazy. So, yeah, but I'm kidding. That's, that's the, the same thing for Christmas song is definitely the Temptation Silent Night. That's my that's my joint. Um, Brat will be uh, pop, and I'll you know in that trip if I'm going from here to Atlanta. I probably play like hit him up like 50 times before, you know, I'll probably put that joint on repeat for like 50 times, but and then I'll play all his hits after that. Um, to all them Jay-Z fans. Uh let's say um RB, I'm old school, so I, I love old school. I'm I'm an old soul, so it'll probably be Frankie Beverly and May. Cool. All the hits. Oh yeah. yeah, man. I'm a I'm an OJ's fan, Ooh. man. I got a rapper. Oh. Tupac. Okay, yeah. I'll go with that. Okay, 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 I'll go I with that. All right, bet. But uh, hey Chuck, I'm with you on that. I'm Chuck, I'm with you on that Ricky Rose though, man. Rose got a lot of bangers, man. Chuck, I'm with you on that, man. Definitely with you on that, man. I'm definitely he got a lot of hits, man. He got a lot of hits. And Nita, I'm a whole fan too. Don't let it don't get it twisted. Just now it's my favorite, but I'm a whole fan too, man. Yeah, you you can ride the Rose though, man. You can bump that in the in the yeah. you ride. Yeah, you can. I bet. Moving on uh, to round one. Kenny, go ahead and check the bottle. Let's get to this question. This round one question. While he's doing that, man, I'm. I know uh, Chuck, you ain't got the drink, or you might have, but uh, you out the car now. We could talk about it. Uh, Nita, what you sipping on? Uh, it's called H two O with lemon. Okay. Okay. Steph, what you sipping on? Jameson. Be my whiskey friend, man. We used to drink so much whiskey. <laughs> man, we used to drink so much damn whiskey at the club. Like, that would be crazy. Chuck, what you sipping on if you sipping? I got a six-pack of Corona. Okay. Premier's or regular Coronas? Nah, regular. 
I'm an old guy now, man. I'm an old guy. I drink the premieres. I got to watch the calorie intake. No bullshit. Stop the Jameson then. So, uh, Kenny, what you sipping on, man? I seen the bottle. I seen you put it to the- Yeah, I got BR and Associates from my man, Black Owned Business. He got drinks. This is this right here is a strawberry margarita. Steph, you know who that is. Yeah, that's big Ron. That's wrong. You know what I'm saying? You know who it is. Yeah. Right, you know what I mean? So Ron called me into getting the iPad and some more going in Verizon too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, way too but um, I'm over here yeah. off the uh, I'm off the Termon. I've been drinking that lady Termon tequila. It's the rocks uh tequila, and real good, man. Real good. That Casamigo. Oh yeah, Casamigo. That George Clooney, man. But that Casamigo. I've been drinking a lot of tequila lately, man. Um, that, Termana, Corzo, Casamigo, man. You know, I've been Watching drinking. your calories, I see. Yeah, 1942. Um, <laughs> you know what is, I, I'm not all big on, but it's, it's I've had it. It's pretty good, the Classe Azul. But it's also good. And then, I'm going to tell you, like, I ain't going to lie, though. Jordan's, Jordan, Jordan, uh, Jordan uh, tequila real good, too. MJ's tequila, man. He, 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 he got another championship with that one. <laughs> Yo, I, I just had this. I just had this tequila. I brought it. I brought it back from Cabo. This shit called Don Coyo. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. It's a, a extra anejo, so it's like a little bit, a little bit smoother than the uh, 1942. Okay, cool. Oh, wow. hey, Chuck, send me the name of that because I'm going to Cabo. All right, it's called Don Coyo. C uh C A Y O. Yeah, I'm not familiar. C A Y O. All right. When bet. are you When are you doing the Cabo thing? Just um, just DM me and I'll give you the particulars. Okay. Okay, bet, 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 bet. All right, all right. All right man. Round one, man. All right, so we're going, we're going to the first round. Here we go. Um, oh, shit. Damn, James. Why do people feel the need to be single? Is it one of the following defenses? Unhealthy attractions, fear of intimacy, pickiness, fear of competition, isolation and routine, and rulemaking. I'll read it one more time. Why do people feel the need to be single? Is it one of the following defenses? Unhealthy attractions, fear of intimacy, pickiness, fear of competition, isolation and routine, and ruling and rule making. And um, okay, definitely. <laughs> no, no, I have a question about what he said. Is it need to be single or is it they just choose to be single yeah we're gonna say either one you can you can either one either one one. one. that's good okay i'll choose to be single so do you want to start with the ladies first you want to start with chuck first uh can you show you know i mean chuck can go first oh shit! i'm just gonna put chuck out there man kitty man kitty you make the decision man guys i gotta get on chuck nerves real quick i i i think chuck's ready though yeah, what's, what's good? What we what we talking about again? That's my man. All right. The first the first question is why do people feel the need to be single? Is it one of the following defenses? Unhealthy attraction, fear of intimacy, pickiness, fear of competition, isolation and routine, or rule making? I feel like it's all of the above. Big I, feel one, like, bro. I feel like people choose to be single for all of those reasons. Every last single one of them. I don't think one stands <laughs> out more than the other. And I'm going to throw the ladies under the bus because y'all made me go first. And I think that all of you all do all of those things. And I feel like every chick fucks with seven niggas in the first place in the beginning. And that's just the way it goes. 
<laughs> that's your that, that's it that's what you got yeah that's that's what i got all of the above and uh no none are more important than the other no particular order of importance just all of them yes and you feel like because because women mess with more than one guy off the break i i, well, I think well, let me expand on that let me that's what i was saying i'm gonna give you opportunity to expand on that yeah, I said that because I said that to say this because uh, we're all trying to find technically, I don't know if this is a real case, but theoretically, we're all trying to find that one. And during that one is I feel like there's a now more so than ever because everybody's more accessible through social media and dating apps and everything yeah. else. And there's a lot more people are a lot closer now than they used to be with three, five, three, four hours away and just calling on the phone. But I think that now that that makes the dating pool a lot larger, which means there are a lot more selections on in both ends. So I feel like there's a lot more of a process of elimination in that situation. Got you, got you, got you. Nita, I see your face all screwed up, chopped and screwed. Both, both the women. What do with him? Like, is it the women or is it you? No, I said I was throwing the women under the bus. So yes, it is the women. <laughs> Hey, don't make me go first then. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. <laughs> Everybody's decided to speak their, their opinion. So you can go first, last, in between, don't matter. Um, but okay. It's great to hear your perspective. Thank you. Um, I, I choose to be single because I found things that patterns of behavior that I was doing in my relationships, and even when I was just dating, that it was like insanity. I was doing the same thing over and over again or allowing the same thing over and over again. And it was not producing the results of growth, not even the results, the results that I wanted, but just results of growth and progression. So I had to take a step back and say, okay, how am I, how have I grown since I was 21? How have I grown as an individual, as an entrepreneur, as a woman, you know, all in totality, how is my relationship with God? You know, I can't expect somebody to have a, a, a bond relationship with God and pour into me if I don't have a bond relationship with God and allow God to pour into me. So it was just a, a, a lifestyle decision that I had to make. Um, and I'm gonna be very transparent. Like I am a, a total um, supportive person of, of celibacy because it literally allows you to tune out your flesh so that you are literally connecting with energy that is good for you and the other person. So when I started making those lifestyle decisions, I started to see people who were always coming back around, you know how they always come back, male or female, but seeing them weep themselves out. I didn't even have to cut them off because when they realized <laughs> being able to connect with me on that level and not even just physical, but just being in my space or let's go hang out or Netflix and chill, when they were realizing that they weren't getting to second base it was like, you, you cut yourself off. So that was something I had to do for myself and grow for myself. So I'm, I'm definitely all for family. Like that's, that's probably the most beautiful thing that we can do as human beings is reproduce and take care of the next generation. So I'm totally looking forward to getting married, having children, but I am choosing to be single because I promise you, I have not seen a unicorn out there that is compatible for me that's bringing the same type of energy. Okay. Somebody I can grow. Okay, Tony Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you over there. Go ahead, Steph, man. 
don't give people chances. And that's, I mean, that's just, I don't. I don't let people land like, I don't. It takes a lot. Like, I need to see a lot of consistency. And I think that is my main thing, consistency. And just like breaking off like what Nita said. You have those guys that always come back around in your back in your DM, back texting you out the blue. They come back. But it's always the same thing. So with I get what she's saying. I had to take time to pretty much look at myself to see why was I attracting the same type of guys. Because when you attract the same type of guys, you're going to get the same results every time. And that's what it was. So after my past relationship, it was, I really is just, I choose to be single because I choose to just focus on me and my son at this point. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Mio, you want, you want me to go, Kenny? I mean, I know you said the card, so I, I go, I go. Uh, I, whether it's a need or a choice, <laughs> sheesh, Stephanie, that's what you're doing? You look at the camera like that? Because <laughs> I was going to hit this one. What you, what you mean, man? <laughs> Um, whether it's a, a need or a choice, um, whether you need or choose to, I think a lot of it comes with, I don't have to answer to nobody. So I choose to be single because I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to, um, I like my space. I like being, you know, I like coming and going as I please. I'm not, I like not having to worry about nobody. I don't have a problem with being selfish or saying that I'm selfish in some, in some way, shape, form, or fashion. And when you're in a relationship, it's a lot of compromising. It's a lot of sacrificing. And I don't feel as though that, you know, I'm not now, but in my past, I wasn't at that point. So I don't feel like, you know, I'm not going to get in a relationship to be with you just so we can argue about what I'm doing or what I'm not doing because I'm not ready to do it. And so so for me, it's, a, it's, it's it, whether it's a need or a choice, I mean, I get the insecurity parts. Like I see the memes. Uh, Going sleeping peacefully, knowing nobody's cheating on me and everything like that. I'm not worried about the cheating part. You're gonna do you, you're gonna do you regardless. Like whether you know what I'm saying, like I'm not worried about that. I'm not checking your phones. I'm not, I'm not worried about that part of it. If you if you step out on me, that's your loss. Because I know I'm a catch. I know I'm a catch. I know, like like Nita said, I'm a unicorn. I don't care what anybody's saying. That's how I feel about it. End all be all. But at the end of the day, you know, like, you know, then I can deal with whoever I want to deal with. If I want to have, if I don't want to be monogamous, I don't have to be. I don't have to do any of those things. It's me. I have to take care of me. I don't have to worry about taking care of nobody else. I can be who I want to be. I don't have to change. And, and you know what I mean? I don't have to grow up if I don't want to. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like the need or choose to be single. I choose to be single or the need to be single is because I don't have to worry about somebody else and their feelings and all those things that come with being in a relationship. You know what I mean? I can I can move the way I want to move and don't have to worry about it. And I and you know for me that's the reason why I haven't had a kid at an early age. I mean I I got lucky too. Let me say that I did get lucky. You know I had a couple scares, but I did get lucky. But like I remember like and I'm just to go off off um off subject for a hot second. I remember when my cousin we was in a mall one day and I was like oh yeah I'm gonna get these J's and he's like no nah, I gotta give him something for my daughter. I said nah I ain't doing that. Mm -mm, I ain't having no kids early because I don't want that. So it's the same with the relationship with me. Um, I don't have to answer to nobody. So that's why, you know, for me, like, you know what I mean? That's just what it is. I don't care. I don't feel like, listen, if I don't want to deal with you, like being single, if a girl call you and you don't want to answer, 
You ain't got to answer. When you're in a relationship, you got to pick that phone up. You got to talk. You got to You got to. You gotta listen to their stories. If they don't, if they, you know what I mean? The story that they didn't told you from the time they got to work to the time they get home, you have to listen to it. But when you single, yeah, man, let me hit you back, man. My, uh, my refrigerator, my refrigerator like keep coming on when I open up the door. Let me, <laughs> say, let me hit you right back, man. Like you can do those things. You ain't gotta talk to nobody, man. So that's the thing for me. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Um. I, I, I heard everybody, man, and I just think, like, it, the, the timing for going into a relationship is it, no, nothing, nothing's going to be perfect. Like, it's like, it's like waiting for the perfect time to have a child. There's no perfect time to have a child. Like, I just think, like, it happens, and you just got to roll with it and deal with it. And I just think, like, um, oh, so we talking about why we all single now, too, or something? <laughs> is that the follow up? <laughs> No, nah, I ain't even follow-up. Kenny's, I guess, well, that's a good, you know, because Kenny's the only one married on here. I think Kenny's the only one that's married on here, so he's technically the only one in a full-fledged committed relationship. No, because I'm speaking from that that, that stance, because I think, like, I, I don't think that there's going to be a perfect situation which you, which you guys are looking for that you're going to find. Like, I think everybody has, even me, like, I have my faults. Like, I just got into a big argument, not to put my personal business out there, but today, because I I don't, I, I, I was raised hard by my father. Like, I don't know how to get in touch with my soft side. When I talk, I, I talk one way, and if you feel that way, it is what it is. Like, I don't know how to talk any other way. That's my biggest fault. And when, when I see an argument, I just shut down. Like, I, it's not even worth it. Like, I just shut down and, 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 and shun away from it and, and all that. But what I think is the end of the argument is, you know, I'm trying to help you become a better person. So, like, being patient and, and waiting for, um, that individual working with that individual, not just fight and flight, not, none of that. It's, it's we fight and then, you know, we eat dinner together before I even did this show. So it's like, it, it's it's a lot of things that that's not gonna be a unicorn when when, when you go into a a, a relationship. Uh, and that, that's just a point that I'm just trying to get across from personally what I've been through. Like, even there are things I want her to do that you know, we all both working on each other. It's, you know, I don't put my business out there, but I'm just saying, like, you know, just coming from a person that's being only married on this show, like, that's, that's, you know, it's things ain't going to always be on time. You got to make the time for it. Listen, I'm going to get married. I'm going to have the kids. I'm going to do all that. I am. I definitely am. But, you know, I was just saying from a standpoint of being single, why? You know what I mean? And that's just from my personal experience and a personal opinion. Go ahead, Steph. How long have you been He's been married 30 years. He's been married since he was eight. He's been married 30 years. Eight years. That's a long time. Maybe nine years. And that's, in, in the that's, a, that's a long time for our, uh, our uh, generation. I, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. But I, that's but I, I agree time. with you. That's a long time. Well, that's a long, long time. time. I, in those in those eight years, I found out a lot more about myself than when I was single. A that's lot dope. more. That's dope. But like, yeah, man, eight years in our generation—that's a long time to be married, bro. Yeah, that's a forever. Okay, I have another. Oh, go ahead. I have another question. This is like off of this, 
question or whatever. So I have this question. Because I hear a lot of people say that they feel like merge is a business deal. I believe that to a certain extent. I mean, it is a contract. Yeah, I believe it to a certain extent. <laughs> two incomes, two, two, two incomes is better than one. I don't think you. I, did, I, think, I disagree with that one, but I, 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 and I think that people fall in and out of love and relate in the merge. So, do you feel like your merge? I said to a certain extent, though. I did say to a certain extent. I don't. I don't feel like my marriage is a business. I, I don't even know who what those people are implying. Like, what, what are they? What was their reasoning for saying that? Good answer, Kenny. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. So, so, I have one. Well, they're not married anymore. But when they were married, they cheated on their wife. I knew the side chicks before I knew the wife. Like real talk, I knew mm -hmm. all the side chicks, and then years later, it was. Oh, this is my wife. And I was like, huh? Like, you've been married all this time? Okay. So I'm like, well, what was the point of you getting married and you doing all this? Because, like, you got these side chicks, like, they whole wifey. His reply was, she was the only one that was going to deal with me with four kids, with four baby mothers. So I was like, what? He was like, it was, it was. And I'm like, no, then you shouldn't have married her. Cause you putting her through hell with all this cheating that you doing. So that's why I just be like, in a lot, and a lot of people that how I know, she, how long? Like, how long did she stay? She stayed a long time. Okay, so she stayed a long time. Cause I known the guy probably. I'm 37. I've known this dude. Shoot, since I was like 23, 25, and they just got divorced. So she put up with all this stuff. So. You know, they, some they of that two years ago. So some of that she was okay with. They just got oh, divorced. So Is some of that she was cool with. That's how I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna say she accountability she was cool with. It. I'm gonna just leave it at that. She was cool with it. I'm not gonna say she was cool with it because she was. Yes, she was. Cause she stayed. Yeah, she was cool. With it. She, she was cool, cool with it. She stayed. No she was cool. Thank you, you know. Chuck. I appreciate you, Chuck, as a as a divorce wow. lawyer. <laughs> nah, you, you would know. Living with someone every day, I don't care how clean you try to be. If you cheating, you won't know. I don't care how clean you are. You, we never seen two cats have, but if you married, you you know what your partner doing. So she was at some cool. point you gonna know. Yeah, cool. Nita, I know you had something to say. Um, I was kind of stuck on the business deal part, but kind of going back to what Kenny was saying about perfect you know when I say a unicorn I don't mean I'm perfect and I'm looking for the perfect guy that's nah so just like you learned a lot in a relationship or in your marriage you learn a lot about yourself I'm learning how to do that being single because beforehand I was learning about I was learning so much about being in a relationship and the other person that I was getting lost in it so I'm learning I need somebody to grow with and a lot of a lot, not all, but a lot of guys this day and age are so comfortable with being who they are that they don't want to grow. They don't want to get out their comfort zone. You know, if, if I have to ask you why you haven't been out the country before, whether it's a vacation or whatever, why you don't have your oh, passport, yeah. it's like, dude, yeah. come on. If I have to figure out what it is about your friends, that you have to be with your friends, every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to watch a game. Dog, I love basketball. 
you know this Kenny like mm-hmm. I will go put up shots with you but if you got to check in with your friends like on some yeah I got to make sure uh we not doing this this weekend I'm like dude you're with them every weekend for what I don't see my mm-hmm. homegirls like that you know what I'm saying like so it's like they don't want to get out this comfort zone <laughs> And as a good woman, we see the potential in y'all. We speak life into y'all. Good women do. That's a good woman. She will speak life into your dreams and in your purpose. But if you if you are just complacent and comfortable, grower. I love to grow. So it's not about me trying to be perfect and looking for the perfect person at the perfect time. Nah, like, because some nah. of the best opportunities I've had in my life were unexpected. And that's why I'm like, God, you got to bring, you got to bring it all together because I'm not out here looking for nobody. But at the same time, like, I'm going to know who Slim is. Yeah, I, I, I meant that in a way of, okay, so now you explain your way with, with going out the country. I was talking about more so like, like with my situation, like, I don't know how to get in touch with my feminine side, like the way my wife wants me to. Like, I, I just, it's not, I wasn't first of raised all, that Kenny, way. It's not your feminine side. It's about you being vulnerable. It is, it is. No, it's not. Stop saying, stop saying it, it, feminine side. I, was, I agree with him on that because that's a lot of my issue. I'm not vulnerable. But yeah, but it's not your, a but he's saying feminine. Yeah, it's not feminine. They feel like I'm yeah, I don't agree with that feminine word. No, that is not your. But what I'm no, it's not. It's the being word choice is not feminine. It's the, the being vulnerable and being feminine is two different things. So don't say being in your feminine side, bro. Mm-hmm. That's not what that is. It's being a vulnerable. You know, being it. able to open up, being open, being able to be open and being transparent and having yourself out there, knowing that with no shield on. Knowing that you can get shot without a bulletproof vest on. Let's put it that way, since you want to talk feminine. Being shot without a bulletproof vest, knowing you can be harmed. That's vulnerability. It's not being a it's not being feminine. It's I, not I, being feminine. I, I think that way. And I, I I like like even even at funerals, like you know how close I was with my grandma. I ain't cry. Like I think I think mourning is a is 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 is, is a luxury I can't afford. Everybody grieves differently. Everybody grieves differently. Everybody grieves differently, but if you don't grieve in some shape, way, form, or fashion, whether you don't want to be crying and anything like that, or you don't want to be vulnerable, bro, like like that, that like you're gonna you're gonna self-destruct almost, in my opinion. Remember, you have remember you have two daughters, Kenny, and they're gonna like they're gonna bring home what they see. So when they bring home a man that can't get in touch with his vulnerable side and he shuts down, or he talks to him a certain type of way because he always like, I'm hard and this, that, and the third. Yeah, like, like I'm just saying, I'm just saying, just be just be mindful of that. So if a man is talking to your daughter that in that way, shape, form, or fashion, and you don't like it, understand why she brought that man home. I agree with you, bro. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, I, was, I was just saying though to me, like that, that's just I, when, when you explain, I get what you're saying. Though. Yeah, like don't just call it feminine. I get it. It's hard for you to be vulnerable. I'm cool with that. I understand that because when you're vulnerable, you leave yourself out there to get hurt. I get that portion, but don't call it feminine. That's all I'm saying. It's not feminine. It's not okay, feminine. Dad. No, I'm just saying it's not, bro. It's not, <laughs> man. And I think that because we need to, I just think that we need to change that view for us men to to kind of grow a little bit ourselves. Because you know we're always taught the mental mouse thing and things of that nature. You know what I mean? We don't get to cry. Right. 
You know what I mean? We always gotta we always gotta figure it out. And I guess that goes back yeah, to I agree. Go ahead, Chuck. Go ahead. The whole marriage being a business contract thing, right? Right. Uh, just what you were saying, he was like, Yeah, you agree. I think that was the question. Yeah. Yeah, um, to a certain extent, I I agree with the whole marriage being a business situation. But I I feel as though a lot of people just try to put marriages into one category. Like you know, I feel like it's it's not just one simple thing. It's a marriage is multidimensional, as uh, one of the ladies said earlier. Um, but you know, I, from drafting prenups and drafting postnups for people, um, I could definitely see where the business contract aspect of it would come into, especially when you're playing with, you know, assets and mingling of the funds and all of that stuff. So I definitely get that point to where, you know, I'll give an example of a certain situation I had uh, with a past client. Um, the guy was pretty much, um, he wasn't really making a lot of money. And uh, we were trying to tell him, I was trying to advise him. And I was like, you know, she's going to want this prenup to protect, you know, her assets because she made like significantly more than him. And she had a lot of properties prior to the marriage. And in the state of Maryland, anything that you bring into the marriage prior to it without the commingling of funds, you keep as a separate asset. So I was trying to tell them that, you know, we're going to need you to do X, Y, Z so you can protect yourself in the event of the divorce. And he would have, he had already been divorced twice. <laughs> so this was his third marriage and this was her second marriage. And in her first marriage, she cleaned the last guy out because he didn't even have any kind of prenuptial situation. <laughs> so when people Dirty say it's dog. not a business deal, Dirty believe dog. me, baby. Yeah, it is. Dirty dog. And then she turned around and signed a prenup because she learned from him what exactly. not to do. What not. So she, yeah. Dirty so then, dog. You know, the messed up part about it was they ended up getting divorced. And this was after I had already moved out to Las Vegas and I was out of the family law biz. But um, he ended up, he called me and was telling me everything. And he was like, um, you know, man, we got divorced and, you know, I just couldn't take it no more. And I was cheating. And I was like, wait a minute, you did what? So then she proved the fact that he was cheating and the prenup that I did for them became null and void. He got nothing out of Odell because he, he got stay nothing. Because he couldn't stay clean. I, I, right, I so really, now, he's, now he's probably just, you know, living a regular life, just doing nothing while she's kicking back, chilling. Right. So I definitely get that aspect yeah. of the whole business contract. I just think it's a little bit more than that. I don't think it's just the business contract. And as far as the, uh, what was uh, the uh, other uh, question? No, go ahead. What, what was the other question about, you know, the, uh, I don't know if it was, it was before the vulnerability uh, aspect. Hmm. That was a good question. I don't know. We were just talking. We was having a good I time. Think, I think show. it was about the, uh, what we're looking for is the, oh, the, the, the unicorn, person. right? Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, uh, you had, uh, you had responded to that. You were just like, you threw the woman on the bus, but it was just more so, uh, Nita was just saying that, um, you know, she, she wasn't saying like, you know, she's a unicorn in the aspect of like, you know, she's looking for a unicorn, but she was looking for a unicorn. Unicorn, but yeah, she's the way she explained it. I wanted to throw myself under the bus a little bit because um, I never, like, to take a personal stance as everyone did, um, well, almost everyone, um, I never really wanted to get married. I never was interested in a marriage or anything like a kids or anything of that nature. I just really just wanted to live. And um, I think that probably was because of the reason that I was in school for a very, very long time. And... Um, you know, you just kind of get used to being in a routine and it just becomes like a far-fetched idea after the age of 35, 36, 
they fresh out, no kids. You know, everyone seems to have been already starting a family. The odds of you meeting, you know, something of what you want and need are very, very slim. And, you know, based on my background, I'm a very big odds guy. And that's just one bet I was not willing to take. So, yeah, so, I, I just was, that's what I'm saying. I never really looked for, you know, the whole marriage, kids, house. I was more of a, you know, skip around, yeah, yeah. condo in the sky kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? So now, so are you, are you changing Your answer, Hold on, Kenny. You, you said something and Jay said something. Oh, no, I was just saying, I was just saying your answer is so unique, but you made so much sense of it the way you articulate it. I get now, it. Now, I was just asking, are you still in that space or are you willing to change and, you know, move into a space of, you know, possibly thinking about um, having a wife or a companion, necessarily not got to be nobody married, but having a, a long-term companion or wife and kids. Um, no, I mean, due to the lifestyle that I live, I don't think it's conducive to a marriage. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't think right. I would be a great husband living the life that I live. Oh, so I would have job. to change my whole, my whole situation in order for that to happen, which could be on the cards sometime, <laughs> not anytime soon. Gotcha. No, nah, but that's good. But no, one thing I do respect about what you just said, man, is that you understand that what you're doing, how you're living, you will not be a good husband instead of just saying, hey, you know, because I like this person or I really like this person, I'm going to, you know, go into it, even though I know already that I'm not going to be what she needs out of me. That's dope. Yeah, I'm not trying to ruin nobody's situation. I think that's dope. Uh, Kenny, let's move on to round two, man. Round two, man. Oh, we got to take right, another man. drink. Round two. Oh, yeah. Take a drink. Do your thing. Take a drink, man. We're not stopping yeah, you. We want y'all to be lit when y'all leave the bar. Just get home safely and be responsible. <laughs> how y'all feeling, though? Y'all, how y'all feeling oh, so far, man? Everything so far so good? Yeah, okay. Thumbs like up from Chuck. Oh, man. Appreciate right. that. I know, Nita, you good over there? Appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, you ready? Round two, second round. Um, is there such a thing as own space in a committed relationship slash marriage? If so, how do you communicate that with your partner without hurting their feelings? Who you want to start with, Kenny? Let's go with, uh, let, me get, let me get Nita to go first. I was going to tell you to start. You in a committed relationship. How do you do that? <laughs> Uh, we're gonna let him tell us at the end. We're gonna let him tell. We're gonna let Doctor Doctor Kenneth tell us at the end. Um, I think it takes time. I think it's um, and I'm the only experience I'm speaking from is my parents because they've been married for 35 years and living with them a good deal of my life. I was able to see how they respect each other's space. Um, and the fact that they had two children that they were trying to raise. Like my mom's upstairs all the time, my dad is downstairs all the time, right? Basement baby, they'll, gotta have a basement baby. <laughs> they'll do their errands, they'll do their their um things together. But I think when they spend quality time together, they don't need to be up under each other all the time, right? And because they know how to communicate with each other, which takes time, but because they know how to communicate with each other, it's easy for them to say they know each other's moods. They're respectful of it because my dad is very affectionate and my mom's very shy. So when my when I see my dad do stuff in public or even if we're in the house and my dad does something, my mom's like, come on now, like, you know what I'm saying? 
I see how she reacts, but I see how she likes it, but not too much of it. And he respects that. So I think it takes time to understand that person's ins and outs, you know, and, and their energy. Understanding somebody's energy is a big thing too. Like you could tell when somebody don't want to be bothered. And you have to respect that, you know, no matter if you're feeling vulnerable or if you're feeling like you need some attention, if somebody doesn't feel like being bothered, you know, that should be something that can be communicated without it turning into a whole big thing. So honestly, I just think that comes with time. But yeah, you can, you can respect somebody's personal space in a committed relationship. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, uh, Stephanie. Or oh, you want to try to go? I saw your face. I don't want no problems. No, um, I tell the person up front, like anybody that knows me, my family is out of town. So it's my mother's not here, father's not here. So my friends are my family. So anybody that knows me, my personal time, my my space time is me with my friends. Like I see, and I get what Nita's saying about her friends. You don't have to be up. I don't want you up under me 24 seven. I don't. You gotta do your thing with your friends. I do my thing with my friends. We can come back. But I don't feel like that should lead to an argument because I want my own space for a second. Cause I'm, I, I, will, I can be honest with this. I am moody. I can be, wanna talk to you all day, every day today. Tomorrow is what you want. Like, shut up, James. But, <laughs> and and I, but I know that about myself. I am like that. I am like that. So anybody that I deal with, talk to, I let them know that in the beginning. I'm not that clingy female that needs to be up under you 24-7. I don't mind you hanging with your friends. That's your time. Even if you're not hanging with your friends, you just want to sit at home, chill, whatever, that's fine. But I think where it becomes a problem is when you're spending more time by yourself or with your friends and you're not giving your significant other that time. That's when that becomes an issue. So it's like you got to, yeah, everybody has to have their own space, but you have to give that significant other that time too. So, 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 well, you know what? I'm going to let, I'm going to let, I'm going to let Chuck go. And then I got a question for Stephanie. Go, go ahead, Chuck. Yeah, I definitely feel like um, there is a room. I think everyone definitely has to have their own space in relationships to where that they, they can go and, you know, have their time reserved for this. Because if you don't have time for yourself, then you don't have time for anyone else. That's pretty much how it is. Um, I don't need you to be super clingy around me every day because a lot of um, a lot of what I do involves around, you know, nightfall, especially being in the 24 hour town and in the 24 hour business. So, I mean, uh, definitely, I need my space respected. And I'm going to respect your space. You know, you can go out with your friends, do whatever you need to do. I'm not going to bother you. At the same time, you got to make time for each other. So, you know, it's kind of like a back and forth kind of pull. And, you know, sometimes you're going to have to deal with, well, for me, I've had to deal with which is more important, me or this casino. And, you know what I'm saying? And, Kenny, you know who's going to win that one every time. Right. <laughs> <Hey>, yeah. <laughs> Man, but, that's, yeah your money, so, that's your money maker. I mean, it's it's more it's more of a lifestyle, but yeah, I definitely think that everyone is entitled to their own space, and no one should intrude upon each other's personal space. Or you know, I don't think that just because you're in a relationship, everything has to be conducted as we. I think there's still some room for I. Okay. 
Go ahead, James. <laughs> yeah, you know how I feel. You already know how I feel. You know how I feel, man. I'm definitely all for the own space. That is why James stay single. James <laughs> <laughs> needs to stay single. Nah, man. I'm just, I'm just definitely for the own space. I think that you have to have own space in a relationship. Give me an opportunity to miss you. You know what I mean? I, I, <laughs> Facts. That's give, true. Me a, give, me a, give me an opportunity to miss you. I'm not looking for somebody clingy. I want you to have your own life outside of me. I want you to have your own friends outside of me. I don't want this. Like, I don't want you under me all the time. I don't want to do certain things with my significant other. I want to do it by myself sometimes. It's what it is. Like, if... Like, like I, I heard what Nita said, and I get that part. Like the last question about the guy that she was dating or somebody that uh, uh, experience she had where the guy was always out with his homeboys and all that and everything like that. Like, I'm not saying every weekend, but listen, no, I don't want to spend the whole weekend with you if I've been with you for the first, the, all the other five days. And I can be with you the sixth day. But one day, like, let me get one of those days with the fellas where I can just let my hair down. Like, I can just chill. Let me, tell you how, let me tell you how bad it was. Because I like he took advantage of the fact that I love sports, right? Every time he invited me somewhere, it was to his house and all his friends were there. Every time. To the point where I'm tossing him back with his friends and they calling me sis. This is our third date. <laughs> That's different. That's different. Nah, I'm not saying that. Mm. Like, no, I'm going to give the young lady or my significant other who I'm dealing with all the time in the world. I have no problem with doing that. I have no problem with dating. I have no problem with courting. I think you should still court in a relationship when y'all are when you when you get the catch. I think you should do everything that you did to get that person because you have to maintain that. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, ah, get off me. You know what I'm saying? Get off me, man. Let me ah, get, let, listen. Like you're awake right now, man. Like let me have my time to myself because there's certain things that I want to do that I that doesn't involve you. It's certain things that I want to do that doesn't involve you. Like, I don't see nothing. No, listen, listen, no, listen. It's see, y'all looking at it from a negative standpoint. I got a, I got a question. No, but y'all looking at it from a like, like no, but it's just. Guess what? You're not gonna do that because guess what? I'm pulling up. See, that's the thing. I know that. I know stuff. Stuff like, but nah, like she, she's not hearing. Hey, babe, can I come through tonight? Nah, I just kind of want to chill by myself. What? Nah, nah. See, <laughs> like, and, see, and see, that's where I was going to go at, James. Like, I was hearing Steph saying, like, I don't need nobody under me 24-7, all this. But what happened? How would you feel? Like, he, he go out, he come home. What's the booty time hours? Uh, like, five, six in the morning? Like, booty time hours. First of all, no, like, 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 where we at? Like, like, I just want to see how far you willing to accept my man being out and about. I'm going to my house at 5, 6 in the morning. So, so, I don't have no problem you come home at 5, 6 in the morning. You know, Kitty, Kitty, you know I do it. Steph, you know we do this. Like, I don't have no problem that you come home 5, 6 in the morning, beat the sun home. Just beat the sun home. You know what I mean? First of all, 5, 6 in the morning, the sun is coming up. It all depends on it all depends on what it all depends it all depends on the season. It all depends on the season. It all depends on the season. But what I'm saying, 
I just feel like, you know, like everything, like I don't have to do everything in my life to incorporate you in everything. Like you would know what I'm doing. Like, but it's certain things that sometimes for me is my peace and sanity. Like, like for example, running. That's something that like, that's my sanity. That's my peace. That's my time for me to clear my mind, think about what I got going on. Like Nita, I know you, like you talked about growth. You talked about, you know, your businesses. Chuck, Chuck talked about how the casino is a lifestyle for him and things like that. It's certain things that to you, like this is your opportunity for you to, you know, in a space to help you grow, help you think, you know what I mean? That you may need that time that you don't need him there right now. This is my time for me to, you know, meditate, whatever it is. So for me, that's what, that's what running is for me. So I may not incorporate her in my running because that's the time for me to clear my mind with everything I'm thinking about or put things in order. You know what I mean? Where I want to go, okay, or come up with a plan while I'm running, come up with a plan like, okay, I'm putting this plan together in my head on what I need to do, but that's my time of running. That That's when it happened. So just even in that, but it, or it may be something that's just minor that like, listen, this is just my time for this. I don't like, for example, let's just talk about guys. You know, we like to play the video games. I know you see the memes when the PS5 came out, don't talk to me for the new year, things like that, right? But like, if you playing a video game, this, that's just time. Let me have that time to play the video game. You know, as long as you're doing everything else correctly, I'm not trying to play a video game. I'm playing the game, you come up, you jump in front of the TV. You did that in the third. No, give me my space. Like, I just think there's nothing wrong with that. And I don't think I have to incorporate my significant other in every event that I do. It's totally, that's commendable and I agree with you, but the way you, you present yourself in being in a relationship is a total opposite of how you are. And I think that's why it's so hard to digest what you're presenting because you you said I'm a selfish person and how in the world can you be in a relationship as a selfish person you're already going into the mind you're already going with the mindset it's about me no I'm not I, I said I'm self but it was saying that I was selfish I said in the past and I did say in the past because when I was talking about the being you know single it, those are the reasons why because I was selfish and I knew those things I'm not as selfish now. I've grown in those spaces and I understand what comes with being in a relationship and how, you know, you have to make, and I don't call it a sacrifice per se. I just say where you put your energy, your time and energy at. So I can look at it from a positive standpoint because sacrifice to me sometimes means it feel like a negative, even though in the Bible you have to make sacrifice. I get that part. But what I'm saying is like, you know, you can still be kind of selfish and still be in a relationship. You can, like, I'm not, I may not be selfish to her, but I still may have selfish like, I mean, I want to always do certain things or I'm selfish because in certain aspects, but you know that about your partner too. Like, you know, if you're like, you know, if you deal with a guy, he's cheap. You know, you're going to deal with a guy who's willing to, you like, for example, you're in a relationship, you know, who's good with the money. You know, the person that, you know, financially, I'm not putting the money in that person's hands because we'll be, we'll lose our home. But that don't mean you're not going to marry him or you won't be in a relationship with him. So it's just that, you know, it was work. Nobody's perfect. It's all about who's perfect for you. So that's how I look at that space. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to that, I do still like my own space. That's all I'm saying. Like, even in a relationship, I think that you can have your own space. And I think you need your own space because you can lose yourself sometimes. Mm -hmm. If you get, like, if you pour, and like you said, you pour, 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 you don't even have time to step back for you. Mm -hmm. You okay? You can lose yourself. So that own space, give me that time to do that. Reset all those things. Reevaluate what's going on. Put things in perspective. Move, move the chess pieces a certain way so I can get the ball correct. And that's how I, I'm not saying own space like I don't need to, 
I don't want to talk to you. I don't want you over here. I don't want you in my face. I'm just saying own space to me means to to reevaluate myself to, you know what I mean? And just to take care to just take care of me real quick. That's all. One thing, one thing I know, James, when you get married, I know that shit gonna work. Cause nigga, you ain't getting married till I know that shit right. <laughs> you, got a, you got a lot of standards. I know that's one way it's, I'm going to. It's like, not about who's gonna be. It's when that man gets in a relationship. He, it ain't even married. It's when it's, he gets in a relationship. It's not even about. It's not even about a bunch of standards. Cause those things, those things change. I think that when we all put up standards, or you know, we have an outline of what we want in a person. I just think that's just the basis of what we see. I don't think it's because when you go into that, it's just the basis of what you're doing. Like you're building that person, but you know that that person is not going to be, everybody's not going to have everything you're looking for. You know what I mean? It's just the stuff that, because I, I, like, this is a bad way to look at it. And I'm just saying this just in the terms that we all under the bar. A relationship is whoever bullshit you want to put up with the most because everybody has bullshit. So I look at it like this, is whoever, listen, I think a relationship is, can do the positives outweigh their negatives and can you deal with their negatives? That's what a relationship is. That's just what it is, man. It's what it is. It's, it's, it's the, that's the simplest way I can put it. So I yes, you I have your- I don't look at it like that. You have, that's, no, that's I'm just saying. Word. You have a checklist, you have the things that you want and everything like that, but they're not gonna meet everything on that checklist. They're not, they don't. They you, don't. You call it bullshit, I ain't calling it bullshit. Kenny, you know you got bullshit with you. You said it. You shut down. You don't want to. You don't want to change. You call vulnerability feminine. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's what that is. That's bullshit. That's different. From- no, it's not different. It's bullshit. You change this shit, but anyway. no, I'm not. Chuck, you got something to say? I see you looked up there talking. Yeah, I, t- I unmuted the mic, but um, can we? Have, can I, yeah, we I, have I was. A- what? Huh? Can we add people to this? <laughs> <laughs> we all was at the end of it now, though. We yeah. all was at the end of it now, but if we if go we should have early on, but go ahead, Chuck. No, nah, I was just I was just agreeing with Jay on the whole vulnerable feminine thing. Like, yeah, that is that is pretty bad though, Kenny. You know what I'm saying gotta relax on that. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's and that's the bullshit that comes with you, Kenny. That's all I'm saying. That's the bullshit she puts up with. What, what was our last question? What was oh we or have we got to it yet? All right, we about to get to it now. The last, the last. You talking about the last round? Yeah. If I if I go through, if y'all can't get to me, I'm about to go through a mountain pass. Okay. Cool. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, last round. I mean, anybody got anything else they want to say about it? Because I know Nita looked at me all crazy. You know what I mean? I know Stephanie was like, "Yeah, he ain't gonna never. He, when he get a relationship, he gonna be. You know what I mean? This that, the third. The crazy thing about it, Stephanie is the same way. She's a man in a female body. <laughs> That goes back. That goes back to what I said earlier when I said a lot of guys tell me that, and that's and I, I'm not gonna say I feel like I'm a man in a female's body, but I'm I'm not vulnerable. I'm not coming out here just no shit. I'm not vulnerable. That's just not me. So that's why when guys tell me that, you gotta jump. What she's saying is you gotta jump through a hundred hoops before you get to that heart. And so if you willing to jump through a hundred hoops to get to that heart, you got her. Cause she got a big heart. She got well, a big that's, heart. That's, that's so, why I'm not, I think that's why I'm not vulnerable because when 
out of I'm 37. I have been in three relationships. Four relationships. I'll count my first love. Okay. Four relationships. You have people out here that have been in 20 relationships. I'm just not that person that I can just jump in a relationship because when I'm in it, I'm I'm in it. Like I'm so so, so you love you love hard, right? I love hard. So that's why I can't. Don't love me hard like fatal attraction. Don't love me that hard. No, 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 not like that. Don't love me that. Not like that. Sometimes I love love hard to the point where it's it's very easy for me to hold a grudge. Like if you hurt me, if you hurt me, very easy. Yeah, like every person that I have talked to, like that we have talked, like me and James. Every person that I have talked to, we are still cool. I'm still cool with them people. Like, I'm still cool. Even my, my last ex, for the beginning of it, we wasn't cool. But, like, now we can be cool. But it took a while. For, it's been, we've been broken up eight months. And I just am at the point where I can be cool with you. But in the beginning, I, couldn't get, I can't give you that. I got to take time for me, and now I have to heal. I had to heal. I had to heal. Now that I've done my healing, we can be cool. I will never be with your ass again, but we can be cool. I just think that's trace of a good person. I don't think that's trace of a a not vulnerable person because Uh I can be vulnerable when I'm interested in where this is going. Like I can be all in, Mm. but at the same time, I'm not going to be all in with everybody. So I'll have options, but if I'm gunning for that one person, even if they don't realize that I'm gunning for you, I'm going to be all in. Yeah. Has that been egg on my face? Yeah. But I've loved hard. And it's not from a standpoint of me trying to be um, shielded and guarded. I'm going to give you all of me, period. And your life is going to change. That's just what I know. Hey, I, mean, I'm, I, I, I'm I hear you. I hear your life is going to change. I hear you. No, it's no, it, I'm not being conceited. No, I'm no, no. I'm just saying like, hey, I hear you. That's- I think that's but, beautiful that you come that way. But I don't think I don't think being vulnerable means that you can't go all in also because that's I just think Stephanie and Kenny, y'all are just good people and y'all are dedicated, but at the same time, you're not gonna take no mess. So you have to analyze first. You gotta check what's going on, make sure everything is okay with you first, and then take the necessary steps to allow this person to be in your life. I'm just absolutely. a total I'm allow you in my my energy if I'm gunning for you if I see the potential there and I'll be vulnerable with you but at the same time there will come a point where I have to wake up and say this isn't going anywhere and I'll have to get out of the situation. It may take two years, but it happens. I, 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 and to be honest with y'all, I could be. The Hold same. on, Nita, Nita, Nita. She can hear you, right? This is my best friend on the phone. This is what I was like, can we ask about? Can you say that last part again, please? I got you. I got you. I appreciate you joining the show. You know what I mean? No, nah, no, nah, we we gonna get it. We we wanna like yeah. next year, starting next year. Starting yeah, the next season, here. we definitely want her on the show. But I like I said, I can be. I could be vulnerable too, and I could be open and all that stuff as well. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't think, I think everybody can to a certain extent. You just do it for the person that you think is worthy of that. 
because like, oh, like, like I'm, 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 I'm I, like, I can be loyal to a fault. I could be loyal to a fault to a certain extent. Like you, my people's, you, my people's, you know what I mean? Like if you, my people's, you, my people's right or wrong, like you, my people's and that go for anybody. But like, I'm not gonna let Kenny sidestep this conversation. I mean, sidestep this question either. Cause he ain't even respond yet. He thought he got away with it. Yeah. Cause at the beginning of the question, Nita asked you because you're the married one. Can you have your own space in the relationship? And you didn't answer. So. Of course we can. Of course you can. How, Kenny? What, and how did you do it? Inquiring minds would like to nah. know. I mean, I'm, I'm an easy person. I'm 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 easy person. I'm, I'm an even kill. Like, I don't got too many vices. But, I mean, my only vice, I'm a huge sports fan. And, you know, I, I, I want my time. That's. All I ask for is give me my time in the basement when my team is playing or if I'm watching sports or if even if I have a, a bad day at work, let me come home. I don't want to hear your shit. Let me come home, <laughs> home give me some beers, and let me do my thing. She understands me. Sometimes we get a little spats and all that stuff, and I bring up, well, I give you your moment one time every month. Give me my moment. Wow. wow. Sometimes you got I'm to stand on your... Sometimes oh. you got to stand up. You can't let you can't let no woman just walk all over. You got to say some shit. I know that what I said was fucked up, but I mean, hey, I, that's all I got. You know, I know okay, I know where I'm wrong. Okay, so with this whole sports thing with with the guys, so I'm a, okay. Like Nita said, she's a basketball. I'm a football. So does that mean every Sunday you want to watch football with your man's or in the basement by yourself? No, no, I'm, I'm like I, I tell her like. Like I, I've been in. <laughs> no, nah, he's saying I've like this. Invited. I got you, Kenny. I got you. He's saying this, man. Because I'm straight trying up. to choose my words. Nah, like listen, he's saying this straight up. When football's on, or when sports on, and I'm watching sports, I'm not going to no grocery store. I'm not going to do no. I'm not going to no wine festival. I don't want to go to brunch. I don't want to go. I don't want to go do yes. when you want to go look at these colors that you want to paint the room. You got yes. like if I'm a football fan. Football comes on Thursday, I only get Friday, Thursday, Monday, and Sunday. You have four other days to take me any way you want. Not even that. You got, you look, it's 12 months in a year. Football season, only the important months. It's like, what, four, four months? You got eight months. Let me have one day out of a week in four months. Oh, just, just don't choose. And then there's a Raider fan. Yeah, he's a Raider fan. Just don't choose when the Raiders game's on to come and want to have a conversation with you. When it's Man, what do you think about this? I don't when it's care strategic what that like that, like. When it's strategic like that and somebody is asking you to do something at a time that you know you're trying to dedicate your attention to that one thing that you love, they're literally trying to see how much you love it more than them. And it's vice versa when, and I, I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being cliche with this. I'm being cliche with this because like how y'all said, I can come in the house at five o'clock in the morning and then you dot 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 is you think you about to get some at five o'clock in the morning? Respect my time, respect my house, respect my sleep, respect the fact that you just was out with your homeboys, but now you think that this is more important because it's a need that you have. So it's a over sports, fucking hard over sports, over sports, you gonna lock the cookies. No, all all I'm saying is it's the same strategy. It's strategic because you're telling me what I want is more important or is what I want. And I want to see how much she knows that this is important to me. It's the same thing. 
So I want to see like... wine festival. It's not even about the wine festival. I want him to see that spending time with me. If it's, I want to see if it's more important than watching his Raiders. And what I feel like, right? But what and what I feel like, but I and what I feel like, and what I feel like is that you saying that you want to see how much I love you, and I feel as though you're being selfish in that space because you're doing it. Just like for example, I've heard a lot of women say this. I want to see how mad my man can get. I'm gonna push this button to see when I break the knob because. He always say, oh, you got oh, he don't try to go that far. But I need to see how far and why. What, what's the point of trying to figure out how to push that limit? Why? Because why do you y'all do the same thing when it yet? comes to physical stuff. Y'all do the same thing. Y'all do the same thing. We don't. No, nah, I, 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 I get what you're saying. She kind of got a point. My ex did that. And I'm going to tell you this. He did it because he didn't know the old stuff. The old Stephanie, like, you say one word to me, and I'm like, like, what? <laughs> now, but, I, I'm at a point where I can be like, look, give me a moment. <laughs> G- give me a moment. Let me calm down. Let me come back to this with a calm mouth, a clear head, and then let's have this conversation. But because he didn't know that other me and how bad things can get where they really don't need to get, he kept poking one day. Like, mm-hmm. you kept poking, you kept poking. When it got to a point, you got that old Stephanie. And it was my best friend and my cousin holding me back because I was about to swing on your ass. And then, so once it got to that point, that's when I was like, this not going to work because if you can't understand my boundary of when I say give me a moment because I don't want to go back to that person, if you can't understand that, it, it's not, that's, it's not going to work. You gotta okay. respect my boundary. Don't niggas okay. yes, they will poke, poke, poke and say, let me see how mad, let me see what she gonna do. Niggas women do, do it. All, women do it all. Let me, you, let me tell you something else also. When you have a person who is very guarded and does not want to be vulnerable, and I'm not throwing no shade to you, Kenny, because you yeah, are a no, passionate no, person. Cool. But you yeah. you are a passionate person. I know how you care for your family, your kids, your business. So this is no shade to you. But when you have a person who is so guarded and not willing to be vulnerable because they don't know how to be or they don't want to embrace it. And I see your passion for other things. I'm going to push to see if you can be passionate for me like you are for those other things because something's triggering you. And now I feel slighted. I feel like, okay, well, if he can root for the Raiders every weekend, why can't he root for me when I go to the wine festival? You know what I'm saying? Uh, That's what they're trying to figure out. It's not so much, oh, she's trying to get on my nerves on purpose. And I get it. It's more so like... I we see what makes it. him. I see what makes him happy, and if I can't do that, what am I here for? But you, but no, you, you can make me happy. We could, we could go to the wine festival on Saturday. It's another day that we can go to the wine <laughs> festival. We ain't gotta go on Sunday. You already know. Hey, if you know hey, me, well, look though. If you know, know me, you going you gonna, you gonna take the L though. You, you gonna, gonna take, take the L. L. Happy or right, you can't be both. James, let me ask you this: yeah. After man. you spent a whole day with your homeboys. And you come in the house at five o'clock in the morning and try your hand. And I say no, you can't get mad. As long as long as it as long as it works both ways. If I turn it down, no, if I turn it down, you see Stephanie face? Did you see Stephanie face just now? If I when you come home, (laughs) when you come home 
at three, four o'clock in the morning and I'm asleep and I turn it down because you've been out all day with your homegirls. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna rape your ass. See what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? See, that's, yeah, see, but, but see, I, that's I'm not fair, Stephanie. That's not fair. Now you can tell me I'm a whole nigga. Because guess what? If I've been out with my girls all night and we done hooped it up, we done drank, we done party, guess what? To my girls and in my mind, bitch, I'm about to see this nigga out with that nigga <laughs> the whole way home. I bitch. I, I guess. You can't, you can't, ex- you can't expect a dude, like, because it happens. You can't, ex- he can be sleeping good, man. Like, he tired. So you telling me you're yep. sleep this night and getting this pussy? Woo! I didn't say that. See? Oh my God. I ain't say listen, that. Listen, man. We, listen, that. we can. Hold up, y'all. We can keep going. Oh, oh, oh. We can keep going. I'm just saying. This is good. Football is way is more important. That's what you're showing me. That football is more important. No, no. It's about, it's about, if I got to compromise once a month, I'm not even okay, going so out. Okay, you don't got to compromise once a month. No, I'm, 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 I don't have them issues, so you don't got to compromise once a month for me. I don't have them issues, so let's let's use another statistic for that one. Listen, man. <laughs> Listen, all we saying is both parties need to compromise. That's all we saying. Listen. So we, you need. Yeah. So yes. So you have to compromise. So if it's a wine festival and the only day it is is that Sunday, and I want to go. When is it enough for you to compromise for the? Oh no, I can do. I, I, hey, one Sunday, if it's that one Sunday, you know, I can I can compromise. I don't have no problem with that. But I understand what Kenny was saying. I'm gonna take the L. Yeah, I'm gonna take the L. Yeah, I'm gonna take the L. No, I'm gonna take the L. I'm gonna take the L. I'm gonna take because because <laughs> have your right, you can't be both. I don't know how they Listen, man. Listen, we listen. We can talk about it all day, but we got the last question, man, and um, we don't want to. You know, we want to respect everybody. Yeah. Okay, we're I think we lost uh, Chuck because he said. I think we lost Chuck because he said he was going through the uh, what's the call. So the last question, boy, Kenny, what's the last question? And before that, man, before we uh, get to the last round, because it's last round, everybody put your glass up, man. You know we're gonna do a toast, man. Put your glass up, man. And um, just starting with you, need a real quick toast or something. I don't care what it is. Manifested prayers. Manifested prayers. Toast to something, Stephanie. Toast to something, man. All right, hold on. Let's get a full drink. Um, I'm gonna toast to happiness. Happiness. Toast to something, Kenny. Just, I'm just toasting to the new year, man. And whatever's written, you know, I'm gonna be strong. We all gonna be strong enough to deal with it. And uh, for me, I'm toasting to everybody on this podcast that y'all uh, get whatever y'all are searching for, and y'all are uh, successful in whatever you guys are reaching for, man. So toast to y'all, and toast to everybody on the podcast, and we appreciate y'all. Last round, man. Last Boy, James, we gonna do um. We always do this um. This Question. ritual we always do for bar drinks and entrees. Um, we always do uh, dead or alive. Um, James and I are gonna participate. We always participate on the first and last show of every season. So, since this is the season finale, um, dead or alive, family or celebrity doesn't matter. It could be anybody. Um, one person who would you uh, want to have a drink, a bar drink, an entree with at the bar? And we'll start with t- uh, Stephanie. Um, I would say my cousin that I lost when I was twelve, because okay. he's more like brother and sister. Gotcha. So, 
Nita. So Nita, Nita. Um, Jesus, he's the most interesting man in the world, and he got that wine on deck. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like that answer. I like that answer. Okay. Go ahead, Jane. Oh, you want me to, you want uh, me to go? Go ahead. Yeah, okay. Uh, for me, um, I don't even know if I said this before, and I probably have, but it's my grandmother. Um, I didn't, uh, the one thing that I regret, and I don't regret anything in the world, because I think we all learn from whatever we do. Mm -hmm. I, try not to, I try not to regret anything in the world, but the one thing that I didn't do was graduate on time from college, so she didn't get to see me walk across the stage in college. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the biggest things that I do regret for my mom. I mean, regret because I would have been, you know, the first person out of our immediate family from my grandma to my mother to walk across that stage. So for me, it's my grandma. And then, you know, she died when I was, I was in my last year. So like 20, almost 21, 21. So I never got to have a drink with her. Um, so I would love to have a drink with my grandma, man. Cause that was my, that was my ace in a hole. That was my, that was my everything. And if you'd like anybody close to me would tell you. You know what I mean? My grandma was my my boo. That was my that was my that was my Bonnie Bonnie and Clyde. That was my grandma. So, so my grandmother. So 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 that's a piece of grandma. Um, bar drinking the entree we have for this uh, season finale. I like to have um sit at the bar with Jay Z, man. And he hates Jay Z. Him. Not him telling. He hates Jay Z. I don't. I don't hate Jay Z. I don't hate Jay Z. Oh, hey, I want to ask Jay, like, what? Uh, I don't want to. First of all, I want to commend him on a great career, but also great career, and also I want to commend him on basically um, what inspired him to. Uh, it's like he he's he's a a person like that teaches these young kids more so about the game of um in the record business. Um, what inspired him to invest and start title? Um, what inspired him to help young artists who make mistakes like a Meek Mill or 21 Savage or Lil Wayne? I, I see Jake and Lil Wayne. I see Jake coming to the rescue for a lot of young artists or a lot of artists who don't have those those means to to do the type of things they do for them to get them out of situations. Like what what inspired him to do that? Like what, what are some of the trials, temptations he's been through? That 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 make him put those parameters in place to help, uh, you know, this next generation when in the record business. And you know why he's See? a go, Kenny. You know why he's a go. All jokes aside, because what did he say in Big Pimpin'? No, I never give my heart to a woman, not for nothing, never happening. I'll be forever macking. And we saw a whole mm -hmm. transition of this man evolve to making a whole album with a woman where they don't even have their own names on it. It's the Carters. That in itself mm. is right. It's growth. He's we've seen personal growth throughout his whole career. So it's and it's just like on Pound Cake in terms of the the business side of it. When he said on Pound Cake that Dame made yeah. millions, uh, Baines would tell you if he wasn't in his feelings. Yeah. Like he gave them, he taught them how to fish. My biggest even, thing, even with mean, even with Drake, when he told you gonna have these little rabbits get at you and try yeah. to. You know, provoke you into you know what I'm saying, uh, going back and forth just for, so they can get on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, like my big one of my biggest things with Ho that I I always I liked about him, um, you know, because he he sparred with everybody in the game, but when he said that you know why not like pretty much invest with the person that got the same hue as you, mm. and he was like you know 
why would I drink anybody else vodka when Diddy got vodka? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that was big to me, man. Like because he's investing back into his own people. Put your force rock to give Cush yeah. You are, you know what it is, Denise. I like. Let me tell you, I know this. I, I, I listen. I'm a Jay Z fan, and uh, Kenny tell you, this is my favorite rapper because he's one of the best storytellers ever. So the best. But 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 I just Tupac is the goat. Like yeah, he 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 is the revolutionary goat. But um, listen, man. <laughs> thank y'all, guys, man. <laughs> Thank you guys. Listen, I love Pac. I love Pac. But uh, thank you guys again for um, a next excellent show, another show in the books, the season finale. Uh, thanks to Chuck. I know he's not on here right now. Um, yeah, thanks, as, Chuck. as people was knowing, he was driving um, from uh, Cali back to Vegas, and he uh, ran into a, a dead zone, I believe. So we did lose him. But um, I, I appreciate him being on the show. It's like I appreciate you, young ladies. You beautiful. Black young ladies for being on the show. Thank you guys. Black black queens. Black queen. We're gonna call our black women. Yeah, so black queen. Um, because you know, I know one of the biggest things that I've been saying so far is you know to uh, protect our black queen. So you know, I want to make let y'all know that y'all are protected and everything like that. So um, without further ado, all we ask you guys is to do is uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, or we have uh, we on Apple Podcast, uh, so if you got you know Apple, surpri- uh, subscribe to the Apple Podcast. Um, if you got if you got Android, surprise, uh, you know subscribe to the Google Podcast, Spotify. However you listen to us, man, make sure you subscribe and um, just get your friends on board. And if you got anybody that wants to be on the show, like Stephanie, man, tell your young, tell your friend, man, tell your friend we want her on the show. So, you know, pass the information on to us and everything like that. We love to have anybody and everybody who wants to be in the show on the show. That's all we want. Um, but like I was before we get off, we um we on Google, Apple, uh, Google Podcast. Hey, Apple Podcast. Hey, 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 I got I got I got Chuck trying to get back in. So hold on. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. But while we waiting on Chuck to get back in, I got Google we on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. We have um uh Spotify, um, we on um, the link is in our bio at Bar Drinks and Entrees. Please go follow our IG at Bar Drinks and Entrees, Facebook at Bar Drinks and Entrees, man. Um, like I said, waiting on Chuck. Man. I got a question, James. To James and Stephanie, what what's one thing you learned in twenty twenty? I'm gonna let you go first, Stephanie. Um, patient. Hmm. Patience. Um, despite any circumstance, you can always you can always find success. So, and what I mean by that is, I've seen a lot of my friends, family members, even myself, um, start even during the COVID, the pandemic. I've seen people get houses. I've seen people, uh, you know, uh, fix their relationships. I've seen people start new businesses. I've seen people uh, increase their income, find new streams of income. So even throwing tough circumstances, you can always find success. So you never, out, you know what I mean? That's my thing. Chuck, welcome back, man. Um, the one thing that we want to ask you, Chuck, who would you like to have a bar drinking entree with before we get off this, uh, this, uh, this episode? <clears throat> Chuck, you there yet? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. What's up? What's up? So, who the the question is, who would you like to have a bar drinking entree with, or just dead or alive? 
dead or alive, rich or famous, or just somebody that's close to you? Does it have to be rich or famous? Um, I'm gonna go with Michael Jackson. Okay, cool. Tell us why, bro. Um, because a lot of people don't know, but Mike was a big drinker. Oh wow. I yeah, a lot know. of people don't know that. Yeah, Mike used to get down with the with the whiskeys and all of that. Yeah, Mike yeah, was a big drinker. Um, right. So, yeah, I think it would be cool. That'd be, that's always been the one person I had a lot of questions for. Okay, As far cool. as, like, you know, your whole career, the path, and, you know, all the allegations and all of that. Um, before, I would probably say probably about before four or five months ago, I would have said O.J. Simpson, but I actually had the chance to have a bar drink and an entree with my man. I, I saw that. I saw that piss at the bar, no, man. No. Yeah, so that was, that was about before. So, yeah, I would take Jack O for, uh, okay. for the bar drink and entree. Got you, got you. And like we were just telling Steph and uh, Nita, um, make sure you subscribe to our channel. Um, that's all we ask. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Bar Drinks and Entrees. Um, bar Drinks and Entrees on Facebook. Tell a friend, tell a friend, you know. Um, like before we close out, you know, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We're on um, Spotify. YouTube, like I said, our YouTube channel. Um, we got a pearl, as you can see, Kenny got on some of our pearl. He got the bar drinking entrees hat on. I got to do a better job of putting on the pearl. Um, but you know, other than that, man, we appreciate you guys so much. Thanks again. Thanks again. Um, Kenny, did I miss anything before we close out? Nah, nah. You you, you said everything, man. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and for our guests, man, we definitely want y'all to come back as well. So. Yeah. Um, at some point in time, we'll definitely reach out to you guys, man. You guys have been great. Yeah, y'all always invited back. And like I said, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, man. Like I said, my favorite line is, if you like it, you know, uh, you know, promote it. If you don't like it, still promote it. So that's all we ask, man. Uh, thank you guys yeah, again. Man. We appreciate y'all, man. Another episode in the books, man. I'm James. I'm Kenny, and we out. Happy New Year. All right, all right. Happy Happy holidays. Happy New Year. All that stuff.